up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Driving with Randy. How is everybody doing today? My name is Road Rage Randy, and this is the Driving with Randy podcast, a podcast I started three and a half years ago from my 2000. Uh, 2007 Toyota Sienna Silver Edition. We are currently in a 2018 Subaru Forester Black Edition. We are gonna have quite the ride home. We got some weather here in Minnesota over the past couple days. The road is snowy and uh, the, the streets aren't really plowed very well. So we're gonna have to take things a little bit slow. now. I know what you guys are thinking. Road Rage Randy, where the fuck were you last week? We know where to find you. Uh, Fridays at um, 1 o'clock Central Time, a new podcast will appear. And while that is correct, you will have noticed that there was not a podcast last week. And there's... uh, no one else to blame but myself. I personally, I just, I did not end up getting around to putting out a podcast. It, Thanksgiving was Thursday and I had a very great Thanksgiving. We, uh, we, I, we get to Q Friday. I'm driving to work. I've lost count of days and I say, oh shit, I didn't put one out. So that's why I have deprived you guys of a week. I apologize and hope you guys are going to enjoy today's episode of the podcast. Uh, a whole week without listening to me to talk. That, that's, that's just crazy. I know, I know that's crazy. So what have we accomplished over the last two weeks? Well, I'm obviously, I am back running. I have had two 20 mile long runs on weekends. Like I'm, I'm out and about, I'm, I'm doing my thing. As far as podcast goes, I thought today we would, I, I had a very good Thanksgiving, by the way. I enjoyed seeing my family. The hardest part about family is I always feel like I don't have a lot of commonalities amongst my families. And I think it's important, or amongst my family. And I think it's important to try and find some. And while I do definitely enjoy company, it's, just feel like I live in a different world of them sometimes have different viewpoints on different aspects of life and the it's hard to get the family talking about more things than just scratching the you know basic, basic cover cover shit like get I like getting into deep conversations about some thoughts and sometimes it's hard to do that with family when you only see them once or twice a year two two or three I'd say two or three times I get to see my family throughout the year I definitely had a great time seeing everybody though it was wonderful and I, I say everybody but my grandma wasn't there she was actually down in Arizona visiting her sister along with her brother and I text her and she said, I will not be missing any more holidays, Randy. I'm like, heck yeah, grandma, because I missed you. Um, I go visit grandma. I, I, I visit grandma quite often. I, I, lo- I love my grandma. But anyways, today's podcast, I thought we would talk about every year Spotify releases a Spotify wrapped. And I thought it would be interesting to 
discuss my wrapped with you guys. Now, as a podcaster, I get a wrapped for the podcast itself. I haven't gone over it yet. For those of you that are unfamiliar with the Spotify wrap, it's basically a wrap up of the entire year. It makes a playlist of your top 100 songs. It goes over your top artists, how many minutes you listen to, top genres. Um, it has a couple of trends like, hey, you listen to the most at 3 p.m., etc. And then it also gives you a podcast as well, like, hey, these are your top five podcasts for the year. And I thought it would be an excellent idea to go over my rap with you guys. Not only will it promote music that maybe you guys will take a journey into, um, I feel like it is also, you guys just can't know what the hell I listen to. Uh, I, I like you guys being able to know what the hell Road Rage Randy is up to. There's a car on my tail, so I think I'll move over here. Um, we're going to start with the podcast. Now, I have everything memorized. So the number, should I go, should I go in descending order? We're going to start at number five. My, my fifth most listened to podcast is called Yoga Inspiration by a woman whose name is Kino McGregor. And there is some controversy as far as um, Kino speaks very highly of her guru and who she learned of, but there are some people who have um, came out with accusations against Patabi Joyce. Um, every story that she has told about him, as uh, he seems like a cool fucking dude, but you know when people get in positions of power, they like to abuse it. So I don't know. I I, I wasn't there. I don't know the whole fucking story, but. Basically, she runs a podcast on kind of like the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. She runs a, it's kind of a thought-provoking, philosophical podcast that has a lot to do with yoga, how you can incorporate the breath, a holistic lifestyle, that type of thing. And I, I enjoy listening to it. I wouldn't say I listen to every episode, but I, I, I definitely do like to find a topic and listen to a fair share. The fourth podcast, my fourth most listened to podcast is another one that I don't always listen to every single one, just because a lot of it goes above my head. To actually sit down and listen to one of these podcasts requires, and actually fully understand it, because I don't know everything as far as, it's called Found My Fitness by Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Um, I found Dr. Rhonda Patrick from Joe Rogan. She's been on there a handful of times and she always has very, very interesting topics of discussion. Um, she has a lot of research done on the gut microbiome. She talks a lot about vitamins, nutrition, you know, the kind of stuff that I like. She's very big on, ooh, what are those called? Um, broccoli sprouts. And it's 
was it? What are, I'm trying to forget what it's called. I, I listen to a lot. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts on metaphorin and um, sulforaphane. That's what is in the broccoli sprouts. Um, and then I, one of the good, po- really, really good podcasts that I, I actually do have a big takeaway from is she did a whole podcast on vitamin C and super interesting. Not something people would, I don't know, normally get all, get a hard on for, but I, I personally, I fucking found a lot of enjoyment in it and learned a lot about, um, vitamin C and taking it intravenously versus orally, etc. The next my third most listened to podcast is actually a guy on YouTube. So outside of listening to him on Spotify, I do watch his YouTube videos and then he basically uploads all of his YouTube audio onto his Spotify. It's um, more plates, more dates. That's what he called the channel way back then. He was um, basically Derek is a bodybuilder and he had a big, um, he, he, when he first made his YouTube channel, he was definitely into the PUA, the pickup artist aspect of his life. He was trying to better himself both physically as well as pick up his, do what he can to develop a physique that would I be ideal and a mentality that would be ideal for picking up chicks and more plates more dates he has a he's kind of stemmed away from the whole PUA stuff and focused more on the plates the bodybuilding aspect of things and he talks a lot from a pharmaceutical and a pharmacokinetic standpoint where a lot of what he says will go above my head, but it also is something that, I guess we have a trend here. I like taking in information that goes above my head because at some point doing enough research, like, hey, he mentioned this, hey, Dr. Rhonda Patrick might've mentioned this, it will only get me diving further and gaining more information. Now. I'm not a big fan of pharmaceuticals, but I also think it's very enjoyable topic to discuss. It's not something I'm necessarily looking into um, taking. Um, I guess he, he makes some funnier videos as well. He reviews whack up things in the bodybuilding industry. Um, one, of the, uh, one of the funniest um, videos or podcast that he uploaded why that I, I can remember he uploaded this video on somebody on reddit posted saying that they watch gay porn between sets to boost their testosterone and his reasoning behind it was did you ever look at the egyptians back in the day those motherfuckers were jacked and those guys didn't wear fucking clothes so he figured you know you get the testosterone flowing. So he made a whole video. It is funny as hell, um, but also information, informational. And I, I think that is very important. 
Um, very entertaining shit. I guess I haven't listened to too much lately. I haven't listened to too many podcasts in general lately. My second most listened to podcast of the year, I believe it, it was Fastest Known Time, FKT. Um, it's called the FKT Podcast. It is a podcast that has to do with people that do fastest known time. It's something that I follow semi-heavily um, when people go out and try and beat fastest known time for, um, it, it, it's mainly running. Um, so things like the Arizona Trail, the AZT, you know, doing the Pacific Crest Trail, things like that. Um, there's FKTs all around you. Um, here in Minnesota, one of the FKTs is a trail that I actually go on pretty frequently. It is far from reach. I, the guy that actually has it is a professional ultramarathon runner, and he's quick. It's there's a 19 minute ro- or it's a 19 mile route, and he is fast as fuck. Nothing I will touch on, but they bring people on and talk about their journey. A lot to do with ultramarathoning. For those of you that have followed the podcast the past year, you know that the ultramarathoning is something that interests the hell out of me. Um, and if you do remember, I did discuss that I was possibly doing one this upcoming weekend. Due to the snow that we just fucking had, I don't have an interest in really going um, five hours away to do that. The ultra marathoning is something that's always going to be on my mind and something that I want to achieve. So stay tuned for that. Now, the number one podcast, the my most listened to podcast was drumroll triathlon mockery. It is two guys. Um, Joe, it's it's Joe Skipper and one of his buddies. Joe Skipper is actually my favorite triathlete. And it's basically just them two bullshitting and I mean mocking triathlon, mocking the trends within triathlon, but also providing good insight onto what they're doing for training and stuff of that nature. It's um, interesting as fuck to me. I didn't listen to too many podcasts this year. I've kind of, I don't know. I've been listening to a lot more music per se. And that's our next topic of discussion. We're gonna talk about my, we're gonna talk about my top five songs. Um, Now I had 78,000 minutes of music listened to this year, which I think that equivocates to about 44 days worth of music. Um, I've had Spotify Premium since 2016. And it seems every year my music kind of has dropped, but it kind of leveled out. So I start my first year, I think I had 148,000 minutes of music listened to. And over the years, it's kind of slowly dropped down to the point where the last two, three years, I think I've been in the 70 to 80K range, which is still a lot of music and well worth the price of paying for premium for no ads and just I at this point I don't even know what it um, offers like it's I just fucking pay for it I pay the bill and that's that um, my number five 
most listened to song this year. It's a shorter one. It's by a guy, I think his name's Luke Joy. He makes music kind of based upon other songs, but I wouldn't necessarily call it parodies, but more of a homage. I, in the watch world, they call them homages when they base a watch upon another watch. Um, so for example, the song that was in my number five spot was called Mrs. Darkside. It stems off of the song Mr. Brightside. It has the same, um, it takes, a, what is that called? I'm not, I, I don't know too. It takes a sample from Mr. Brightside by the Killers and he uses that in this song, Mrs. Brightside. It's a short little song and I just got a little, I, I, didn't, I just got joy from it and that's why it's number five. I listened to it a lot while I played video games. Number four is by a man named Young Crow. I came across this artist I think I was listening to, how the fuck did I find him? I'll be honest, I don't, bro, that guy looked like he was about to run that fucking light. That would have been bad. Um, it's a song called Raindrops, and I don't know, this song kinda spoke to me, and it was the first song I found by him, and I ended up checking out more of his music and spoiler alert, he is in my top five artists of the year. Number three was American Teenager by an artist named Ethel Kane. I definitely have talked about Ethel Kane sometime throughout the this podcast. Ethel, Ethel Kane's kind of, I don't know how to describe it. Maybe indie, kind of pop maybe um it's basically a girl who grow grew up in small town talks about her small town life within her songs and her struggles of being the preacher's daughter while also being a transgender human um she talks a lot about the struggles of being the preacher's daughter and just I, f I find her music very, very good. It it's very, very soft and very good. I found her probably three years ago and she released a new album this year. Um, yeah, teena te American Teenager is the song that that's called. Number two, number two is a, was a song called June, June Law and a Semester Abroad by an artist called Brand New. Um, this is, I, I love the, the genre Midwestern emo and I listened to this playlist called Midwestern, Midwestern emo essentials. And it's basically just this long ass playlist with like hundreds of hours of Midwestern emo music. I just listen it on, I, I very rarely have to skip a song. Like when I'm in the mood to listen to some Midwestern emo, I just put that shit on and I am just on it all day long. I love that shit. But this is a song I, I guess I found to be enjoyable and worthy of the number two spot. 
the number one song that I have listened to this year is by an artist I found back in high school. And he's still putting out dope shit to this day. He is from Seattle, Washington. He is not signed to a label. He is independent. His name is Sam LaChow, and he teamed up with a girl named Lexi Laluni, I believe. And they made a song called Cocaine Drought. Now, Sam LaChow, God, I still remember surfing YouTube back in probably 10th grade. I came across Sam LaChow, and he put out this song called... What was it? Um, live like a prince though, parties like kids, crash parties like Vince. You know, I beatbox the drums with no video. I made the beat and I directed the video. Wham, bam, what up, Gap? Knock down British tongue, get the up, get the fuck up loud. In a minute, we'll be. Anyways, um, that song fucking bang. I love. Basically, I showed some friends. They're like, who the fuck is this guy? And he's small. He, to this day, he's still relatively small, not mainstream, but they put out a song called Cocaine Drought. And over the years, Sam LaChow has talked about his struggles with substances. And he put out this song with this girl. And I've, I've actually, I've talked to the girl that was featured on this song who does the hook. Super, super nice girl. Um, she has a great voice too. I, I just, I, I loved the song. It, it was absolutely beautiful. And despite that, he was not in my top artist, but um, I, I continue to promote Sam LaChow as much as I can because I grew up with him in high school. While he talks a lot about being a stoner, I, I'm, I can't relate to that, but he also talked a lot about his struggles and coming up and he's fun. I, I love his music. He puts out some great music. Um, some of my friends love him. You know, we'll go on a car ride, bro. Gonna put on the LaChow and we'll sit there and just whew, love some Sam LaChow. Wish he would blow the fuck up. He has put me on to a lot of great artists. He features a lot of artists on his songs. He's not a guy to put out music just by himself. He likes to add people who have good vocals to his hooks. He likes to feature people rap. Nacho Picasso is one of them. Um, Ryan Campbell, Wilson Luxurious. So many good artists out there that are independent and he puts them on. He wants them to blow up. Um, now, while we're speaking of artists, we're going to talk about my top five artists. So, number coming in at number five, we have none other than Ethel Kane. I already talked a little about her and what her music is. I, she's got some music. So when she first started out, she was kind of a um, SoundCloud artist. She'd put music out on SoundCloud. Now, so she used samples and steals beats from songs that she can't have on Spotify due to copyright restrictions. But there are people that have uploaded music onto YouTube. And actually one of the um, songs is called Crying During Sex. Fucking love that song. But 
I'd have to say my all-time, uh, despite American Teenager being the number one song, I think the other one that really stood out is A House in Nebraska. It's slow, it's, it's, it's just beautiful. Number four comes in, Convolk. Convolk is what, in a genre that we describe as emo rap. Um, it's, I don't know. It's a different kind of genre that I just kind of came across. And I listened to the hell out of Convolk when I first found him. Like, I'm talking probably two, three months of just nothing but Convolk because emo rappers tend to put out a lot of music. They are about quantity. And he sure as hell puts that stuff out. Um, over, he, he's actually coming out with a new album. I know he also was somebody who has struggled with substance abuse and I believe he just ended up out of rehab and decided it's time to put out a new album. So I believe he said December 14th, which is next fucking week, two weeks from now, whatever it might be, he's putting out a new album. So maybe I'll drop a little review on that. I've also found out that Convolk is very, very big into poker. Uh, he appeared on one of the poker streams I watch. I'm like, no fucking way. I've been listening to this guy the last two months and here he is. Number three artist is none other than Avril Lavigne. She's going to appear almost every year. I, 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 she put out a new album this year. I, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm switching lanes or something. Didn't use my blinker. I don't know. Avril Lavigne, she's love of my life. I will love her music. I always ask people who their, um, what would you describe it as? Who their guilty pleasure of music is to listen to. And while most people would hide the fact that they listen to Avril Lavigne, you know, being the manly man that I am, I for one fucking love her and she is not my um, guilty pleasure. Um, do I leak it? Justin Bieber, I'd consider, I, listen, I, I straight up, Justin Bieber makes some great music. I just can't fucking deny it. I don't know anything he does in his personal life. I, I just think he makes some good, he puts out good music and I will listen to that. I don't want the homies know when I listen to Justin Bieber, but I might as well tell the whole fucking world. Number two on the list is another small artist who... I don't know how to describe his music. Kind of a techno synth lo-fi rap type thing. Goes by the name Wasted Youth, except there's no vowels. So it's W-S-T-D-Y-T-H. And last year, one of his songs, actually I think two of his songs were actually in my top five. Like the dude just consistently is putting out songs that get stuck in my fucking head, whether it's something that's like, God, I really connect with this, or it's just, this is catchy as hell. There's no way I'm getting this out of my head. Wasted Youth is killing it. Swear the guy's got like 200 or 2,000 followers on Twitter. He's not that big at all. I love him. The number one artist was Young Crow. Um, obviously, Raindrops was in there, and I've just, I put Young Crow on for, 
many, many minutes. Like, just put him on and listen to every one of his songs. He actually just came out with a new song. Last Friday, um, I follow him on Twitter. Listen, this guy is about as underground as they get. I checked this morning before I recorded this, and he had 521 followers on Twitter. The guy is not popular at all, and he's putting out radio quality bangers on the regular, in my opinion. I was in the 0.05% of listeners, and obviously it doesn't sound like he's getting too many listens, but when you look at his Spotify, some of his songs have like 600K, 1 million, He's putting out good songs. I tweeted at him. I said, bro, you're my number one. Keep putting out the good shit. I think it's important that if you're supporting small podcasts, small artists, let them know. You know, buy their merch. Not all of them can afford to go on a giant tour, so you can't go buy their tickets. But, you know, they put their music out. Go buy it. We're going to give a special shout-out since we're kind of on the music topic. Um... Give us an honorable mention to Leland Kirby. I definitely did a podcast on his album called Everywhere at the End of Time, where he takes you through what it's supposed to be like to have dementia or Alzheimer's, and it's a nine-hour-long trip. I did a whole podcast on that, and he made my all-time favorite album, but it's not on Spotify, but I... He, he says in the description of the album to not overdo this. Listen to this album a couple times a year when you need it. And I've listened to the album three times this year. And it's downloaded on my phone. I love it. It's three hours. It is called We Drink to Forget the Coming Storm. And it's just about life. It's as simple as it gets it's as boring as it gets but it has the moments where it is has a lot of high points like that's just how he intended the album to be he made it in the night while i think he said he was on lsd he made it in the night three hours one take all the errors that you get when doing such, he did. I mean, it, it's one of my favorite albums for that reason. It's raw, as clean as it gets, and as beautiful as it gets. And it just gets you thinking about everything that's happening in either your world or out in the world, out in the world or your life, you know? Um, so I want to give a special shout out to Leland Kirby. He also goes by The Caretaker. But also kind of wanted to put you guys onto some other music that I've been listening to. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it's been a lot of me just talk, 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 talk. And that's kind of how it's been today. I haven't shut the fuck up. I don't know if it's on um, these essential amino acids that I'm on that were kindly donated to me. I got fucking energy though i have arrived home and i am going to go do some yoga and then fall asleep i'll upload this podcast in the morning i hope you guys enjoyed listening to 
my Spotify wrapped, my year wrap up on what I have been listening to. If you have any questions or if you have any small artists that you'd like to recommend, whether it be rap, metal, hesitant to say country, but country, just let me know. Um, thank you guys very much for tuning in. I do remember, I did look at my pod, my podcast and I, I did see that 94 of you have me as the top um, podcast this year, which is incredible to me. So I, I want to give a shout out to you guys. Please reach out to me because I would like to personally thank you if I am your top podcast for the year. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Follow me on Twitter, Reddit, you know, donate below, Venmo, PayPal, link is in the description. God bless you all. And apologies for not putting on an episode, of course, um, last, last, uh, last week. I hope to see you guys back next week. If I don't, I hope you guys have a wonderful life. Peace.